and welcome to Season 2 of Dare to be Human. We are introducing you to a whole new set of humans here on the Dare to be Human podcast, introducing you to our growing crew here behind the mic. And I want to introduce you to Livia Armstrong. She's going to be sharing a Dare to be Human story with us about uh, sort of those moments where you're in public and, and finally stand up and decide to do something about what's going on. So uh, please enjoy the story. We talk a little bit about uh, that sort of moment and what it takes to make that decision to stand up and, and do something. So we, uh, we hope you enjoy the story. Hey, Olivia. Hi, Alex. Hey, welcome to this little intro episode of Dare to be Human. Uh, we just want to hear a little bit about uh, your thoughts about what it means to dare to be human. Well, when I was first thinking about it, I... Uh... All of the stories that came to my, my mind were stories of kind of having an, an out-of-body experience almost. Like you're, you're so deep in a situation and these were all the stories of sort of like the records scratching and doing like a getting your footing and being like, wait a minute, hold on, what is actually happening here? So it brought to memory uh, a, a time when I, I was living in New York City for, for a year doing the whole I'm going to find myself thing. So I did that by being a, a receptionist for for nine to five in the city. And that was like very, you know, cl- classic, whatever. So um, part of, of my experience there was taking the bus. The bus route was the closest from my apartment to where I was working. And, uh, and every day I would ride the bus. And at, and at first, I loved this sort of like... New York City shut down, like, whatever happens, everyone's got their blinders on, so whatever happens that's kind of weird or whatever is just, like, someone's on here holding two cats with hats, like, that's just what's happening, that's fine. And that was great. Um, but there was, as the, the longer I was there, the more I was sort of realizing, like, I'm not as much a city person in that way. Because uh, there was one day when uh, when a couple of, like, kind of r- rougher guys got on the bus, and they were they went to the back, and they were like, talking really super loud and they were swearing and being super vulgar and like that was fine but it was but they were there for a really long time and I was like noticing everyone else on the bus was like looking at them and getting upset and just like looking back and like people like everyone was was on edge because of these guys and I was just sitting there I was like no like they're just they're just doing this and everyone's upset and nothing's happening and then uh, a mom the, the bus stops and a mom gets on with like a little toddler and a kid in a thing and they're like at their peaks, swearing vulgar, all this crazy stuff. Everyone's just like kind of locked in, not doing anything. And I was like, no, nothing. I was like, there's kids coming out. There's kids coming on the bus. Everyone's mad. They're doing this thing. This is crazy. No one talks to each other in the city. No one looks at each other. I don't know what's going on. So I stand up. I turn around and I'm like, would you mind please being quiet? There's kids about to get on the bus. And I turn and I sit down and my face is bright red and my heart is racing. <laughs> and uh, and I hear them kind of mumbling behind. They're like, Muh. Go, go live in your fantasy world. Like, oh, people he, have words that they say. And oh, go live in your fantasy. And I'm sitting there. I was like, oh, oh. And I just, like, my mind was just fuzzy in a blur. And then I got back to my apartment and went up the stairs. And my roommate was like, how was your day? And I just started crying. And I was like, I'm oh. so angry. <laughs> was my reaction. So that was anyone who knows me knows like like anger and do like yelling at a stranger is not something you'd be like, hey, what's something mm-hmm. Livia would do? Oh, she'd yell at a stranger. <laughs> like that's not a thing. So that was the moment that I thought of most because it was uh, the guy had a point when he said, "Like, oh, living in your fantasy world." Like I was, I reacted because I had a certain expectation of how things could or sh- should be. I don't, I don't know. I don't think either of us was right or wrong. But they stopped talking, but, like, right? Yeah, they sort. They like. They like. They got quieter. So it wasn't a fantasy then. You created the world fantasy. that you wanted to that's be there. That's true. There's yeah, that's true. 
So what about that moment? It's not about right or wrong. What about that moment sticks out to you as 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 daring and being and human at the same mm-hmm. time? It was certainly daring because you had to stand up and break the silence of yeah. everyone else on the bus accepting I stood it. stood up that on, a moving bus. Oh, on a moving bus. moving bus is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen speed. I know what yeah, can happen. right. But there's a, a human aspect to that too, right? Because there was also the human aspect of of everyone sort of accepting it. Yeah, so, it was. It was. Yeah, it was sort of part of like everything building up around. It wasn't just. I think that's sort of part of it. It was bothering. It was bothering me, but it became more of like a a duty to everyone else who was also annoyed around around me. And then when it got to it's like okay, the breaking point is like there are there are kids here now. So this is like when it gets shut down, like I can do this. I think that's sort of where the struggle comes in is like, I can do this now because it's helping other people. Like it's not enough if it's just like annoying me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It was a, it was a combination of it being so not something that I would ever do. It felt so very much not like me. And that no one else, that everyone else on the bus was feeling the same thing and no one else was doing it. Yeah. And it was like, and then I did it? Mm-hmm. Like, Livia did that <laughs> on the bus? Right. What is happening here? Like, what is this world? This is what kind of what it felt like. So what are you looking forward to uh, exploring in this next season of Dare to Be Human? Oh, I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited to hear everyone else's Dare to Be Human stories. That's mm-hmm. just been so consistent of... I'm excited to hear people be playful. One of the things that I loved about the first season is just the way that uh, the conversations unfold in such a human and and vulnerable way. And that's the that's where the good stuff is. That's what that's what I love. I'm looking forward to to vulnerability and stories and uh, an impromptu burps. <laughs> <laughs> we'll promise you all three. <laughs>